0: Can you give us like a general overview as to what each of those programs entail sure so mm-hmm. uh, it, it's good to start at the basis is, is, is yeah. what are the citizenship programs okay the citizenship <laughs> programs are um, in essence a developmental tool for the government to use to expand the economy to bring foreign investment into the into the country while mm-hmm. being for um, other persons to be able to become a, a, a citizen of the country without mm-hmm. having to, to go through some of the normal pathways that you would expect having to live in the country or spend time there or have significant presence. Okay, mm-hmm. so citizenship by investment allows a person to make an investment either in real estate to the country, buy a project typically worth over $200,000 mm-hmm. or a one-time donation directly to the government to obtain citizenship and currently in the caribbean there are five countries that allow this option okay so there are dominica antigua and barbuda grenada st mm-hmm. kitts and nevis and st lucia so those five countries they all have active uh, citizenship by investment programs that are geared towards global investors looking to to bring foreign investment primarily into the country as a way to supplement uh, tourism income and other export income and also as a way to um, to build up the, the country, increase uh, real estate, increase uh, social assistance via government programs and, and just in general improve the infrastructure and, and the lifestyle of the inhabitants of the locals, okay? So that's what they are in a nutshell. So we can start from the oldest program, which is yeah. the It's the Nevis program. Mm -hmm. Uh, Really, it's the platinum standard in citizenship by investment programs and it's been running since 1984. Senkits has two pathways that are very well defined to get uh, citizenship. It's the donation option to the government and the real estate option. So what most people are interested, a lot of people do real estate, but right now the donation is on sale. You can say it's, it's been discounted due to covid so you can now make a donation of 150,000 to the government for a family of four persons and get the citizenship. But it's not as simple as paying the money and anyone can get citizenship. It's actually a rigorous process uh, that involves, uh, you know, background checks by due diligence companies, uh, law enforcement agencies, both regional and internationally. So not everyone is automatically accepted because they have the money. There is a vetting process done by each government. So, for example, St. Kitts and Nevis, uh, the typical time for the processing of an application is three months. So you submit the application to the government and you expect to get a response from the government within 90 days. Either you will get an approval letter or if there are queries or is there information that needs to be clarified by the government, they will provide you a letter to, to basically say, can you please provide us more details? Now, those, uh, those programs and the due diligence is not only done in the Caribbean, like I said, it's also done in the home country, of the individual. So really, it's uh, there's a rigorous check to make sure no criminals or anyone of dodgy character or reputational risk is allowed into the country. And all of the programs, all five of them, hold up a very, um, a very high level and high bar to their due diligence. So it's something that we're actually very proud of in the Caribbean, that we can be sure that people who are granted our citizenships are, 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 number one, you know, a good fit for our country, but will uphold the international image and reputation of the country. So the St. Kitts program, uh, it's something that is really and truly one of the most popular in the Caribbean because it's been around the longest, people know about it, um, and it, the government has a very mature process for the program. So we get a lot of inquiries for St. Kitts. Um, especially out of the Middle East and Asia, because people think Kitts is also a very tax efficient program. You know, Kitts being one of the only countries in the Caribbean who has no income tax. So uh, naturally, if you relocate to St Kitts, if you become tax resident there, your personal income worldwide is not taxable. There's corporate tax for for businesses being operated from St Kitts or in St Kitts, but on a personal basis, inheritance tax, gift tax, uh, income worldwide are completely exempt. So the St Kitts program provides a good vehicle for people looking to to structure their taxes or or even someone just looking um, to diversify their business holdings, how to set up a trust, where to set up a trust, St Kitts, Nevis, always come up as uh, one of the top uh, jurisdictions. Another program we have, which is one of the newer programs in the Caribbean is the St. Lucia program. Uh, The St. Lucia program, it started in about 2015. And there are similarly two routes to citizenship, uh, like St. Kitts, but there are a couple extra routes in St. Lucia. So St. Lucia, they allow you also to do um, enterprise development. So if you want to come do a large infrastructure project in the Caribbean or in the island specifically, the government will work with you and see how that can fall under the citizenship program. And the fourth route, which is uh, very, very attractive right now, it's actually super attractive for investors, um, people who are looking to, to get the best bank for their buck in terms of citizenship investment is the COVID bond. So historically, you would need to invest 500,000, 550,000 with the government to get sovereign bonds, non-interest bearing, get citizenship, and they'll be refunded within five years. However, due to COVID, the government has reduced the price of this bond to $250,000, meaning anyone who qualifies under the program, will invest 250,000 now. There's about 50,000 in other government-related fees to be paid. Once that entire investment is made, client obtains citizenship, and within five years, the government will refund the 250,000 principal interest-free. So when you look at the lifetime of this investment, it's actually the lowest overall cost of getting a passport per, uh, per person for your family in the Caribbean at this time, so the Saint Lucia program, we find it—it it, it, it has been very uh, attractive to persons in the U.S. Americans have been very receptive to to getting Saint Lucia second passport via this COVID bond, um, as well as to Asian investors from China. And uh, Taiwan, they have been very inter- interested in this because it is tax-efficient, it is cost-efficient. Um, it's a very good mechanism to get uh, this, this second passport. So it is a special limited-time offer that has been extended until the end of this year, so until December 31st, 2021. After that, the prices are expected to go back to uh, pre-pandemic pricing. So it's a 50% reduction. So if anyone is looking to lock that in, they need to take advantage in the next three months. Otherwise, you know, you'll know, you be needing to keep a lot more money on the line uh, to qualify. So we have three programs left. Uh, the next one would be Grenada. Now Grenada is a very good program. Uh, it's, it's a little bit more, um, builds itself a little bit more exclusively in the Caribbean. They have a very high bar for due diligence um, and a very strong reputation in the market. What Grenada allows you that is a little bit different compared to the other programs, it allows visa free access to China. So it's the only one in the Caribbean where once you become a citizen, you don't need a visa to go to China. You can just use your Grenadian passport to go to China. So that is a big plus. And the second plus is it's the only one that affords you uh, the opportunity to apply for an E2 visa. And the E2 visa, we can get into a little bit later, maybe. Um, but that is basically a pathway to get into the U.S., So it's faster than EB-5. It does not lead to permanent residency, but it is something that is attractive to investors trying to get into the U.S. quicker while their EB-5 might be processing or while they're exploring some other route. So Grenada offers you that, um, and they have some very attractive investments, uh, including, you know, five-star hotels or direct donation to the government. So, the Grenada program offers some perks that some of the other programs do not, but it does cost just a little bit more because they're, again, a little bit more premium due to to, due to those perks. The other two programs, Antigua and Dominica, they're actually uh, both very similar to uh, in composition to, to St. Kitts and St. Lucia and Grenada. They all follow the same overall pathway. Um, Dominica and Antigua don't have many... Uh, extra benefits or cons compared to the other programs. You know, they're just another option to choose whatever fits the investor best. So, you know, there there are certain countries which are visa-free for Antigua and Dominica, which might not be for the others. So people need to look at that on a holistic perspective as to, hey, whether this country, this country or this country, this program, this citizenship will fit me the best. So, um, but one question I always get, which we can t- touch on briefly is if I wanted to move to the Caribbean, which one do I get? Because I'd, I've never been there. Um, I've heard people talk about it. I've seen videos. I can watch YouTube. But how do I know without living in each one? So the benefits you get is that they're all part of the organization of Eastern Caribbean states, meaning that there's a... A free movement of people agreement between these countries. So once you've become a citizen of one country, you automatically have free movement through these other countries and are able to spend time to live, to to get to appreciate and enjoy each environment after you've become a citizen. So you don't always need to uh, make that decision upfront. You can decide what program fits the best and you make a decision at that time.